everybody. I'm Zach. And I'm Jesse. And you're watching In Depth on Now You Know. We're sponsored by abetterrootplanner.com. This is that awesome program that now runs on your uh, window in your car because the web browser just got a whole lot better. If you haven't checked out your web browser in a while in your Tesla, run out there right now and boot up a better root planner. It's yeah. pretty cool. Unfortunately, you can't watch the video on that. But, no, it's yeah. not. Yeah, not yet. Someday soon. And also, we're brought to you this week by ecoware.us. We have new designs uploaded every week. So we got some new t-shirts here that you can go check out. And it's all carbon neutral. So we plant a tree every time you place an order. Plus, we pay for carbon offsetting of your shipping and stuff. So that's awesome. It's actually carbon negative. Yes, yeah, carbon negative. Right. And you're helping support now, you know. So go check out some of the cool designs we have. All right. So Jesse and I get a lot of correspondence on the show. And for the most part, we love it. That's how we learn about stuff and we find out what's important to you and we meet new people and we're honored to be a part of this amazing community of people that care about this planet and each other and our health and our kids and everything. But we also get a lot of letters that show us what I think is a very disturbing fact. Many of you have no idea how government works. Yeah. And I don't directly blame you because most of us were never taught. So I was always interested in politics. As a kid, I would come home from school when I was a teenager, and you can ask my mom, I would turn on the TV and I would watch our state legislature. You'd watch like C-SPAN? No, it, well, that's the federal level. This was our state legislature. Oh, with a even less slickly produced. Yeah, oh yeah, it's just a camera focused on <laughs> one room, you know, one, the, the speaker. Okay. Right? Now, the state house was literally about three blocks from my house. And mm -hmm. so growing up after school, I would often walk through the state house on my way home. So it didn't feel that foreign to me. And when I was 20, I ran for state representative as an independent. Um, and surprise, surprise, I lost. But when I, you were 20? Yep, when I was in college. I'm 25 and I wouldn't think of doing that. Yeah, I got so upset one day at what was going on uh, that I said, like, hey, mom, you should run for state rep. And she was like, okay. And so she's like, no, why don't you run for state rep? And I was like, I don't think I'm old enough. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, I'm old enough. So, How old do you have to be? 18. Okay. So I ran. I was the youngest person to run uh, in my district. and But I lost. But I learned a lot about how elections worked. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to learn. And I learned about how politics work and about how money gets raised and about how the press works. You know, I learned that at the state level. So now fast forward a bit. About 20 years ago, I ran for a local office in my town. I lost the first time, again, but I've won every time since then. So now I know a bit about government, at least municipal government. Now, you might live in rural Ohio or San Francisco or Stockholm, but it all works about the same. The system is designed to make you stay out of it. That doesn't seem like a good system. No. It's kind of like one of those customer service phone numbers uh, for like an insurance company or a cable company. You call. A recorded voice sends you on a complicated route of menus, all designed to keep you from talking to a human who could possibly help you. And then when you finally get a human on the line, they put you on hold or they transfer you and the line goes dead and you have to start all over again. Hmm. What are they hoping for? Uh, they're hoping that you're going to just get so frustrated that you hang up and just not have to deal with this stupid system that doesn't work. Right. Oh. And... For the most part, that works, right? We haven't stopped giving our money to companies that have bad customer service. We've just grown to expect it. I mean, isn't that sad? Like, we pretty much know when you get on the phone that it's not going to go well. And yet, we put up with it. So government is a bit like that. It's hard to find the right person to talk to. And in most cases, even when you track them down, they don't care about your problem. 
you are mainly just a pain in the butt to them. And they're hopeful that you'll say your piece and then go away. And, you know, often that's all you needed, right? You, you just wanted to vent, right? You know, you just wanted to say like, oh, I'm so upset about this, blah, 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 blah. And then they go, oh, okay, sir. Uh, we'll look into that. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. And then you're like, I did my duty. I can hear many of you out there typing away in the comments right now. You're saying, but you guys told me to call my congressman. You told me it would make a difference. Sure. If enough people call or write to their representatives, it can sway their vote on an issue. But for many of the issues that we're talking about on this show, there are very few people who are contacting the representatives. So your phone call, sadly, is not going to make much of a difference. So, I mean, why are we telling them this? Are we just trying to break their spirit? Well, this goes back to so many of the letters that we get. Nice people, caring people, people who care about our planet. The letters imply that either, one, we should do something about it, you and me, mm -hmm. Zach and Jesse. Or two, that you sent your representative a message and now you're done with the job. You essentially got it off your plate. Right. It's on your plate now, Zach and Jesse. Yeah. I I'm all set. I told you what I'm upset about. Uh, so representative, you go do something about right. it. Why don't, why don't you guys tell Elon to go fix it? Right. Sadly, we don't get to just chat with Elon all the time. Uh, in fact, I don't think we've ever spoken to elon aside from like that's a really cool <laughs> car elon right. and he probably didn't hear us right so why do you think that's gonna do anything i mean getting something to change passing a bylaw or getting your town to install some ev chargers or having your school system install solar panels on the high school roof takes a campaign it takes finding a bunch of smart hard-working civic-minded people in your community and then it takes meetings and planning sessions and education and fundraising and then attending more meetings and strategy sessions and more meetings and making signs and making phone calls and work and more meetings. Yeah, and after all this, when you learn how your system of government works and it doesn't listen to you in your group, it takes you actually running for office to make a change. Mm. Now, how many of you are dying to do everything that Jesse just said to get solar panels on your school's roof? Not many of you. Why? Because it's hard work. We get it. You know, the superintendent of your local school system, your town council and your town mayor know that you'll go away when it gets hard. If you take all the time and energy that you put into Facebook or watching TV or playing video games and you put just a fraction of that energy into making a positive change in your community, a few things will happen. Number one, you will make some new friends. People who care about the things that you care about. Uh, you'll just meet them. We don't know how it happens. It, it just does. Yeah. Two, you'll feel better because you'll have at least some sense of having control over your own destiny. And three, you will learn a lot about the issues, your local government, how things get done. Four, you'll have something new to talk about when you go to your next dinner party and someone says politely, uh, how have you been? I've been good. I've got our school committee to agree to installing solar panels on our high school roof. What? Really? That's amazing. How did you do it? And then... You'll be able to tell others how you did it and how they will be able to do it too. And here's the thing. Global change starts with local activism. You've heard of a little girl named Greta Thunberg, right? We've reported about her on this show. Mm -hmm. She's smart and feisty, but she's just a little girl from Sweden, okay? <laughs> right. She got up from her desk one day, walked out of her school and said, I'm not going to go to school on Fridays until there's a change. And look what's happened. She has started a movement. Now... I know that making a difference at your local level may seem like a drop in the bucket, but it can inspire others. It's the first step to making a bigger change. 
Jesse and I are doing things in our community at the local level to make a change. I'm the president of a nonprofit in our town that does things like establish a, a local farmer's market, and we built and run composting at the schools where we turn kitchen scraps from the cafeteria and food waste from the students into compost that we then sell and fund the program with. And I go into classrooms and I teach five and six-year-olds about healthy eating with our rainbow snack program. And you may have even seen some of the videos here on our channel. And yes, we're trying to get solar panels on the high school roof and it's really hard. We're making a difference in our community. And it's a small difference to be sure, but it's rewarding to hear from parents that after our 12 week rainbow snack program, their kids now ask for more veggies at dinner or to see an electric car parked in the two green parking spaces that we got installed at the high school. And it was this wanting to make a difference that led Zach and I to save up to buy electric cars and then share our experiences on a YouTube channel with you. And now here we are, three years later, talking to tens of thousands of people. Now, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, and to talk to a lot of people meant you had to have a TV program or get written up in a newspaper. We now live in a time where we can share our ideas with people instantly, for free, and you know what? We take it for granted. We have forgotten how powerful this little thing is. If you're passionate about something, start connecting with other people about it. Start talking to them. Join forces. Make stuff happen. Now, if you need help, we're here for you. There are a lot of people who can help get you started. But here's the thing. Get started today. And let's get started together. So what we've been thinking about, Jesse and I, is mm -hmm. that there's all of you out there, all of you people who really care about your communities, and many of you are already doing amazing things. But here's the thing, we don't know about it. People who do wanna do something and don't have the experiences that you have, don't know where to get started, right? right? They have all the gumption in the world and not a clue where to begin. So there's a couple things. One is if you're doing something amazing, your story is inspiring to others. It lets others know that, hey, they got solar panels on the roof of their school, so it must be possible. Right. That's a huge, huge thing. The second thing is how to get the solar panels on the roof is an important thing to, to learn how to do. Yes. And why reinvent the wheel? Like if we're trying to get the solar panels on the roof and we're hitting roadblock after roadblock, to find out from you the things that worked in your community might work in our community. So here's what we want to do. So a few months ago, we set up a Discord server. And before that, I didn't even know what that was, but it's an online community where we can talk about different subjects. And we've set up a channel just to talk about this, where we can go on there and here's the thing. If you've done something that you wanna share with others, awesome, tell us about it. If you want to do something but you don't know how to do it, awesome, go on there and tell us about it. That way we have a community of people who can start sharing ideas with each other because this is powerful stuff. Right. When we've been trying to do things in our own town, we only can contact who we happen to bump into at meetings, which right. is just kind of random and may not be that successful. But if we can talk to you halfway across the world who's done something in your community, we've got way more power now than we had before. Right, because that's data. I mean, say we want to put in some composters at the school. When we did it, we had absolutely no idea what we were doing. Um, we just said, we're going to make some composters. You can put the compost in the thing. Composting's not that hard, right? You just put a bunch of stuff in a pile, and then it composts. There's more to composting than right. that. The hardest part was not the composting. Right. It was convincing the principal to allow us to put composters on the school property. It was convincing the lunch staff to collect their food scraps. It was was convincing the custodians to be on our side. Right. All of these different aspects were very difficult to work with. Hey, if you want to compost food scraps at a local school of yours, 
we know how to do it. Right. We have four years of experience now. And right. not that we're like perfect experts. We can always learn more. But like we're way ahead of where we were four years ago. Exactly. If we had a time machine and we could talk to ourselves and be like, hey, make sure you don't make the head uh, lunch lady angry. That would have that, been invaluable, invaluable information <laughs> to know because we would we would be even further ahead than we were. Right. Also, not just the successes, but the failures. Right. The times where you're like, wow, we messed up because we said this one thing during a meeting and everyone jumped down our throats about it. Right. We made our head lunch lady mad at us <laughs> and she didn't want to help us at all until we, you know, got her a gift basket. Right. All of this different stuff to help make positive change in your local community can lead to a movement because right. again things are repeatable if yeah. you you know we can send you blueprints of of composters that we design and you know this is just one little thing that right. zach and i have been working on and spending our time on but i'm sure that other people have other bigger aspirations as well and once we can get the ball rolling on it once we can get it down refined to almost a science of here's how you can do this here's how you can do that think of how powerful that can be it it can multiply across the nation just like the uh, friday strikes for climate future and here's the thing we have a youtube channel so we can make right. videos and they don't have to apply we don't need them to be popular for hundreds of thousands of people they can just apply to a few people that need to know how to do a certain thing but if you contact us and you're like i know how to get solar panels on a high school roof Awesome. You can explain to our group. Jesse and I can come visit you, interview you, make videos about it, right. whatever. Share that on the internet. It'll live forever out there to help other people do it. They can add to that more information, whatever. And then the whole world can know how to put solar panels on a high school roof. Right. And luckily, we have a pretty big YouTube channel with a lot of wonderful subscribers. And you might inspire somebody, right? Your story of putting solar panels on a, on a school roof or... Um, just having uh, an EV charger installed at a local, you know, municipal building, anything like that, any little success story or something, we can Skype interview you, even if you're on the other side of the world, and share it with thousands of people. And that can make a huge difference. And it doesn't have to be about any particular thing. Like Jesse said, it could be solar, it could be EVs, it could be about education. You might want to change the educational system in your town and just be totally overwhelmed about it. I know I am. So it's like, how do I even begin to change the educational system in my town? But if we start talking about it together, smart people in different fields, we'll come up with answers together. And that is extremely powerful. Right. One thing that I said to Zach today was... I wish that we had a place in this world where we could have conversation, right? Where as a community, as a world, we could have a conversation with each other without all of this bickering, without all of this fighting, um, and just sort of get down to the brass tacks of things and figure stuff out and fix it and, you know, have a place where we could all have a conversation. Zach was like, you mean government? And I was like, no. Maybe? Because for the long for as long as I have lived, government was not a place to have discussions. It was a place of talking points. It was a place of bumper sticker politics. It was a place where Sound you know bites. I'm on one side and you are on the other, and I will not talk to you, right. Zach, because you we're are different a, parties. You're we're in a different party. Right. And I think that you're some kind of hick and you think that I'm some kind of elitist. Right. And you know, that kind of thing. It didn't help, doesn't help anything because right. now we're living in two like separate worlds in the same place. It's absolutely madness. Anyway, we just, we really want 
the government to actually work. We know that there's a lot of like big things that we need to change, but we can make those changes at the smaller level as well. So, I mean, right. when it comes to gerrymandering and money in politics, if we can remove those two things as well, like on top of the, you know, cleaning up our world and making it a nicer place to live in, I think that that will help make it a nicer place to live in and a cleaner world as well. And here's the thing. When you go to your local town and you're trying to convince them to do whatever it is you want to do, more EV chargers or solar on the roof of a high school, one of the things they're going to look to you and, and ask is, well, why is this going to work? And if you can point to this bigger community that we have here mm -hmm. and say, well, it worked in Stockholm and it worked in Boston and it worked here and it worked there. And they're going to go, wait, what? Right. Wait, it's already, you've already been doing this. Right. And you say, yeah, I'm part of this big community where we're, we're doing this across the world right now. Right. They're, they're going to have a lot harder time saying no to you because right. they're going to be like, wait, you're part of a bigger group. Right, because they are used to just regular townsfolk being like, I think that there shouldn't be a trash can at the corner of, of Main and Maple Street because I don't like it there. Right. And it's dirty and it smells bad. And they have to go, okay, thank you very much. We're not going to do... Why? Right. Why would you bring that up? You know, right. they're used to people just bringing them a lot of grief. crap. A lot of grief and not having any kind of plan or way to fix it or right. change it or anything like that. And we just want it to be that if you want to make a change, that you have the tools to make your government actually work for and you. And I know that one of the reasons why a lot of people, including myself, don't want to put the effort in at the local level is we say, even if I was successful, even if I got that thing that I right. wanted. What's the difference? What's the difference? I just did it once. But if you know that you're doing it because that once could lead to twice, then you start to go, well, maybe it is worth doing because I will either inspire more people or get the information needed to get the ball rolling. And once the ball gets rolling, what if I'm responsible for solar panels going on roofs across the entire world? Right. I would feel really good about myself. So that's another reason to do it. Anyway, we hope this might have inspired you. If at least go check out our Discord channel um, and see if it interests you. Get on there, start talking to people. Um, it's only $3 a month to belong to our Patreon. And we think that we've created a really cool community there. All right, thank you so much for watching us. Now you now know. You know.